This is The Widow Podcast and I am Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I'll be supporting you through the loss of your life partner so you can find a more positive way through your grief. I want to give you hope after loss and to know that when you are ready, you can create a meaningful life for yourself with the help of me, Karen Sutton and The Widow Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Widow Podcast. Today, you just have me. It's just me because I wanted to to come and talk to you a little bit about how we find meaning and purpose in our new lives as a widow. It's something so many of us struggle with, and it's something that I see in my group, in my program all the time. Widows just unsure of who they are, where they fit in, what they want, what they need and how they can create purpose and meaning in their lives. It's a big question, right? It's huge. And and one that I think sits very heavy on our shoulders, because I think maybe before we were widowed, we naturally had meaning and purpose in our lives. We were working, we were married, we may have had families, careers, living the life that, that we lived, which as a byproduct had that meaning and purpose. When you lose a life partner, it feels like those things have gone and it leaves us feeling very lost in a world that we don't know, that we don't understand. And we're unsure of who we are, where we fit in and how we go about finding our way forward. Now, this may not be something that you necessarily think about in the very early raw days of, of your grief, because the grief is just all consuming. It takes over and it takes everything we've got, I think, just to get through day to day. So if you're in those very early raw stages, this this may not feel like it's something that has necessarily come up for you just yet. But for most of us, it does. It really does. When we start navigating our way forward through our grief and and creating something, we desire, we need that purpose. We need to find that meaning in our lives to help take us forward. And I think really the first step in us doing that is deciding that we want to, deciding that we want to create a life a life for ourselves that is meaningful, that is purposeful. Now, that can be shrouded in grief and guilt for sure. And it's not an easy decision. And I don't mean to say it lightly that you just decide it and it happens and you are able to release yourself from the guilt and you are able to cure yourself of your grief. It, it doesn't work like that. You know, we, we have to work through all of these things, but certainly deciding that we want to discover who we are in this new world and we want to find meaning and purpose definitely helps us take those steps forward. And that can be a difficult thing to think about. For me, it was very natural. Um, it, it just, was there instinctively. I wanted to find that way forward. I wanted to create something that felt good again for myself and my two girls. For others, it's not so instinctual. For others, it's something that you really have to to work towards and think about and, and get used to 
thinking in that way. But it is still possible. It really is possible. I see it all the time, especially in in my program, Finding Hope in Widowhood. We have 12 months where we are working together and people come into it incredibly lost, incredibly alone not understanding what they can do to support themselves or how they even go about learning. And and we walk alongside each other as we navigate the rocky terrain of, of grief. And I share so much. There is so much in there that I share, helping you to explore you, your grief, and what it is you want to be working towards. Because remember, You have everything that you need within you. You have all the answers. They just don't necessarily come at the time that you want them, that you expect them, that you need them, but they are there. They are absolutely there. And we are able to uncover them and and find them by doing this sort of deep inner work. So we have to embrace this this self-exploration this self-reflection and really think about us. It's creating that awareness, I think, helping you reconnect with you, with the world, with the people around you, because everything looks and feels different now. And what used to work for you, what used to fill you up, you know, the people that used to, to make you feel loved, cherished, supported, some of that can really shift leaving us feeling very disconnected and questioning ourselves and and who we are and whether we're good enough. So to really take time to invest in you. And again, you know, I teach this in my program. Um, We talk a lot about self-compassion. We dive deep into our values. We talk about resilience. We talk about growth, really helping you create that awareness and explore who you are, what's important to you, what you need to help you live a fulfilling life. Now, these things will be different to what they were before. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them, because you feel so different. Life is so different. And you now have to take that time to understand you. When we're in a relationship, it's very much about compromise. It's about give and take. And you come together, you ha- you, you have a partnership where you both have your roles and responsibilities and, and things fit. When one person dies in that partnership, you are left exposed. You are left feeling vulnerable. You are left wondering who you are, where you fit, what on earth is going on. Because it feels like part of you is missing. And to an extent, you know, it's true because you have molded yourself so that this partnership works. And that's that's how relationships work, you know. Then when we're on our own, we have to figure out how we work on our own as one person. And going from a we to an I, it's incredibly difficult, but it really helps us think about who we are. And what I love watching people do in my program is take that journey, is really, you know, people 
embarking on that journey of self-discovery and watching them gain this clarity and this confidence and this understanding where they really do reconnect with themselves and and like themselves for who they are, for who they're becoming, you know, and being proud of, of that person. That is a really beautiful journey to watch somebody take. And this is why my programs are year long, because it it's not something that can be done in, in six weeks or, or six months even. You know, I really think we need that support over 12 months and beyond, to be honest. It's a it's a lifelong journey discovering who we are. We also have to think about our passions and our interests. You know, what what makes you curious? What would you like to do maybe that you've never done before? Maybe your partner didn't want to do it, but you were always quite interested in it. Things that you look at and feel a sense of, I think I'd like to give that a go. I think that looks like fun. And also trying new things. I truly believe that we have to absolutely step out of our comfort zone and try something new and push ourselves. And it's big and it's scary, but the benefits are incredible. You know, when you join a community, you join a new group, you start an adventure, you learn something new. All of this is teaching you something about you and who you are and and what drives you forward. Not all of it will work out. Not all of it will make you happy, but it's like a process of elimination, right? You try something. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You move on. You try something else because that's what it's all about. It's about us learning, exploring and growing. And the only way I believe that we can do that is by putting ourselves out there. Yes, stepping out of our comfort zone, not into our panic zone. You don't all have to jump out of (laughs) aeroplanes or climb mountains, but just doing something that, that scares you a little bit, but feels manageable. And you, this is where our confidence grows. This is where we learn about ourselves, meeting new people, trying new things. They really can bring a sense of fulfillment and a sense of purpose. And when you find something you love to do, oh, it just makes your heart sing. Volunteering, giving back, one of the most wonderful things I think we can do. And engaging in acts of kindness, supporting others that are going through difficult times, helping others. Not only is it great for them, but it's also great for us. And and I have to tell you, doing what I do, supporting other widows and, and creating the communities that I've created, supporting the widows that I support in their journey has been incredibly healing to me as well. Truly, it has been because it helps us to feel good. So maybe think about things that you can do. You you know, what causes are close to your heart? It might be related to your person. Did they have anything that they were passionate about? You know, when they were ill, were they supported by a hospice or a group of, of some kind that you feel you want to give back to? I think it's just really looking at what feels appropriate to you. There's so much out there. There's so much that needs support. When we think about volunteering, you know, you can do it from home these days. There are phones, you know, helping the lonely, having one of the the ladies in my group, um, she 
I can't remember who it was with, actually. It was here in the UK. Um, but it was basically talking to people for half an hour a day that were lonely at home. And you just give them a ring, you have a chat because loneliness is huge and it actually has a massive impact on our health physically and mentally. So if we can connect with other people, it helps us and it helps them. And that is such a wonderful thing to do. You can go into shops, you can go, you know, you can volunteer at dog shelters, horse riding places, schools, you can be a governor, you could you can help support the children in, in classes. <laughs> like there's so much and there's so much help out there that's needed that can really give us a, a, a sense of, of purpose and meaning in our lives. And it helps us build new relationships. You know, the importance of, of building new relationships and creating connections when we are widowed is huge because the, the connections and the relationships that we have already can feel strained and we can feel quite disconnected from people because they truly don't understand what we're going through. Now, that's not a negative reflection of them. Of course, they don't understand unless they've been through it. I don't think you can. I didn't and I wouldn't have done either. So I think to connect and build relationships with other widows, other people that have lost a life partner is going to help you hugely. And I see it all the time in my communities, in my membership, in my groups, in my program. When you bring people together that are going through something similar, something incredibly powerful happens. You have that sense of belonging. When I did my retreats uh, back in May, just the, the sense of, of connection, of community, of belonging that people had was so wonderful. They fit, they felt understood. And I see this in, in my programs, even when we do it online, you feel like you can say the things that you want to say. You feel like you're understood, you're heard. People aren't trying to fix you all the time. So I think, you know, really find ways. One of the best ways is to come and join one of my programs. Absolutely. Widowed and Rising, it's a free Facebook support group. My membership is very low cost, very high value. It's an incredible place to be. And then you've got my program, my 12-month program, Finding Hope in Widowhood. Retreats. You know, I do events. I do day events. I'm doing a virtual retreat. There's so much. There is so much that you can do. And there is so much on offer out there. Help yourself. Find other people. You may be able to find people locally to you that you can meet up with regularly. It's huge. Embrace personal growth and, and education. Learn. You know, when we are thrown into this world of grief, we don't understand. We don't get it. Like this, this, this grief thing, when you lose a life partner, it's a whole other level. And trying to understand it is really hard because it just doesn't make sense a lot of the time. But if we can educate ourselves, if we can learn to grow, we can learn how to become more resilient. We can educate ourselves on grief, on loss, on, on how we manage to take those all important steps forward. That's going to help us. The fact that you listen to this podcast is going to be helping you immensely because these are the things I talk about. These are the things I share with you. These are the conversations I have with my guests and you will be absorbing that information. You are here because you are resourceful and you are trying to find ways forward. Keep doing that. Keep exploring that. Don't stop here. 
There is so much and there are so many avenues now available for personal development. You can attend workshops, courses. You know, one of the ladies in my group has just started her master's degree. Like when I first met her, she would never have thought that was possible. But by doing the inner work, by investing in you and really thinking about what it is that interests you, what it is you need in life to help you feel fulfilled, it's going to enrich your life. It's going to give you a sense of purpose and meaning. And that's what we need. And if we can embrace that and invest in it, it's really hard. You know, I think as a mum, as a wife, as somebody that works, we don't you know, before our person died, we don't necessarily take the time to invest in us, to think about who we are and what we want. Now, when your person dies, you are presented with an opportunity to really get to know you. Now, that word might trigger you in some way. And I don't mean an opportunity in terms of that means it's a good thing that your person died. This isn't an either or situation. However, we've got to allow ourselves, I believe, to look for the good, to look for the possibilities, to look for the opportunities in our situation, because that is where you will find your meaning and your purpose. Because if we close ourselves off to the fact that we still have opportunities, we still have possibilities in our grief, in our loss, they are there, they are available to us. We've got to give ourselves permission to go out there and grab them with both hands. You are allowed. It doesn't take anything away from you. It doesn't minimize or diminish your loss or your love for your person. We can learn to live alongside our grief peacefully, lightly, and with love. As David Kessler says, you can learn to remember your person with more love than pain. And this is what I help people to do whilst exploring all of these other things. But there are possibilities. There are opportunities for you. But we have to decide that that's what we want to do, that we are going to allow ourselves to do that. And that will take you down the path that will lead you to your purpose, that will lead you to helping you find and create that meaning in your life. Now, these don't have to be big things. You know, we think of purpose and meaning as huge, great big things. You know, I have done something massive here. I have. I have created something that was never really intended to be this big. Genuinely, I didn't set out to build businesses and run retreats and host a podcast and create a 12 month group coaching program that changes people's lives. Like I was just going to see people one to one right here in this office in my garden that lived locally. I just followed my heart and it has taken me to this point. I have trusted in the process and it has brought me here. And I continue to grow. I continue to evolve. I continue to learn and I continue to grieve. And I'm learning and growing all the time. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. However, it's very fulfilling and I have purpose and I have meaning in my life. But you don't have to do something this big. You don't have to go out and create charities that, you know, raise thousands and millions of pounds for, for causes that are close to your heart. Purpose and meaning can be in, in the smaller moments in life. It doesn't mean they're less significant. It's about you learning what's important to you and really just 
creating connections that fulfill you and doing things in your day that feel meaningful and purposeful. Intentionally set out to do things that make you feel good, that are aligned with you and your values. Another thing that we cover in my program, because I think it's really important to understand your values, who you are at your core, because then you are able to make choices and decisions that are aligned with you and who you are. And that takes you on your path. And as a result of all of this, we do have to reimagine our goals and and dreams. You, You know, we had goals and dreams before. We knew what we wanted. We wanted to bring up our kids with our person. We wanted to go on holidays. We wanted to buy a bigger house. We wanted to build on our careers. We wanted to retire at a certain age. And and then we had plans for our retirement. We were going to buy motorhomes and RVs and go traveling around the world and visit friends and family and, and learn something new and go on fabulous adventures. Like We had all of this. I remember when we got married, I bought my husband a sign that says, grow old with me, the best is yet to be. And it still is in my dining room in my house because I do, and I still believe, I didn't take it down after he died because I still had to believe that the best was yet to be, even if it wasn't going to be with him. And I felt that maybe that had to be aimed more at me than at him. Maybe I had to say to myself, grow old with me, the best is yet to be. And learning to love myself, invest in myself and enjoy me, who I was at my core, understand who that was and know that there were still good times ahead. That was still possible. It would look different. Of course, it was going to look very, very different. And some days it didn't feel possible. You know, I talk like this, but there were days when I was on my knees and I was incredibly frustrated and sad and lonely and just it all felt too heavy and too much and I didn't want to. However, I I had to kind of believe that there was still good. There was still an opportunity for love, for life, for happiness, for joy, for peace. And that's what I went after. That's what I was striving for. And I was so determined to show my girls that, do you know what? Life is going to throw you curveballs. It is, and it will continue to do so. But we have a choice in how we respond to that. And we can either let these things destroy us or we can learn how to rise. We can learn how to get back up. We can learn how to bounce back. We can learn how to create something that looks different. But different doesn't mean bad. It's just different. And allowing yourselves to reimagine, reevaluate, reinvent, and redefine your goals and dreams. And I have seen this countless times as one of the ladies in my group she has been on so many incredible journeys journeys to places that her husband would never have gone on because she kind of says he wouldn't have done it so i'm i'm going to do it i'm going to do it by myself and has taken on these incredible adventures you know and people have have created incredible things incredible things that look very different to how they were but it is absolutely possible. And I want you to see that. I want you to understand that. 
And, you know, if if widowhood is something that is close to your heart and you want to support people in that way, find a way of doing that. Create a local support group. Go on weekly widow walks, you know, walking, talking, getting out in nature. There's so much. But the point is, I know there are days, months, weeks that it feels like you have no meaning, you have no purpose, you don't know who you are, you don't know where you're heading, and you don't know how to take those steps forward. But there are definitely so many things that are available to you. It all starts with a decision. It starts with a decision within yourself to say, do you know what? I want it. I want it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy or quick, but it's possible. Start with a decision, then explore you, who you are, create that awareness about what feels good, connect with yourself, learn about self-compassion, values and resilience, identify your own passions and interests. What makes you curious? What lights you up? What sparks something inside of you? that you could start doing something new, volunteering, giving back, supporting others in some way, shape or form is incredibly healing to us. Building new relationships, meeting other widows that are going through something similar to you is powerful. Personal growth, education, learning, all so, so important and a huge part of our healing journey. And reimagining those goals and dreams, allowing yourself to reinvent a future, reimagine a future that can look fulfilling, meaningful, and purposeful to you. It takes time. It takes a long time, longer than you want it to, longer than you expect it to. But it's there. And these are some of the things that will help you find meaning and purpose in your life after loss. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has given you something to take away and think about and maybe take some action on. One thing, what one thing, you're going to have to do all the things, but one thing, take one step. Maybe make a phone call. Maybe have a look, see if there's any groups out there. Just see, just see what sounds good to you. And if this has been helpful, please do like, share in any groups that you're in and and leave a, a comment, a review. It really does help me to reach more people and help others that have lost a life partner because it's so difficult doing this on your own. If you would like more information about any of my groups, please do either drop me a message or have a look at my website, karensutton.co.uk, and you will see all the information there. I would love to welcome you into one of my groups or programs and support you along the way in your journey. I'm sending you lots of love as always, and I will see you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Widow Podcast with me, Karen Sutton. If you would like to be part of a supportive community of people who understand your grief, come and join my free Facebook group, Widowed and Rising, and make sure you tune in to the next episode of The Widow Podcast. Podcast.